What's up, everyone? This is Devin. We're back for Sports Talk, our betting show that we do here on our Amateur Life Network. Uh, we got Cavi on the line again. Hello, hello. So we're going to jump right into looking at this. Lines from DraftKings is what we use, not affiliated with them or anything. It'd be great if they wanted to jump on board with us. That's, but uh, that's kind of the site I use, I guess. And so we always look at that, that one. Uh, first game we got up is Saints versus Cardinals for the Thursday night game. Uh, I'm kind of surprised it's, well, I guess Saints have been doing a little bit better lately. I'm surprised it's only two points, though, for Cardinals. It's, I was kind of expecting at least three being there. But Cardinals and Kyler Murray seems to have struggled lately, too. So I could see this really going either way. But yeah. I'm leaning toward taking the two, though, on the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, they're both two and four teams. They're both really struggling. The problem is with this one is I'm pretty sure Andy Dalton's out on this game or he's banged up a little bit. And then D-Hop is back for the Cardinals, which is absolutely huge. Yeah. So it's just – I just can't believe this line's only two. The Saints haven't really had a great schedule, and they've looked horrible. Yeah. I mean, they lost the Panthers, and that's our only win. So, I mean <laughs> – it's just they just looked horrible. They're they're still a little banged up. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas are both probably still out. Chris Olave will be back this week, and they still have Kamara and uh, Latavius Murray's kind of starting to become a second back for them instead of Ingram. So, but I mean, they're just literally banged up. They're not looking great. Their defense is nothing like it has been in the last few years. You know, they're under the new coaching staff, and they're just kind of they're just kind of struggling. And Cardinals are are also struggling, but. Uh, they're kind of getting fully healthy, kind of going the right way up compared to the Saints kind of going down. Yeah. So I really like the two here. I'm surprised it's not more for the Cardinals. That That's my thought. At least three, you know, at least being at home, mm-hmm. um, a three-point line is where I would put it. Because, yeah, I believe I had heard Andy Dalton's out as well. Uh, so Saints ain't really going to have anyone. You know, you'll probably see a lot of the Wildcat style with, um, what is the name, Taysom Hill or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, oh. I don't know if you'll see the over. It's at 44, which is about neutral. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it really just depends. I think how many Cardinals score with D-Hop back, if if they put up a decent amount. I mean, I think Saints may get a touchdown or two, so they might give them 14, and then, yeah, Cardinals put up 30 points to get you to the over is kind of where I look at it, or no. I don't know. I, I, I saw a stat. I wish I remember it, but it's like the under is like 85% this season and it's like if you bet if you bet like a hundred dollars on every under you'd be up like 18k or something i don't know what it is but yeah Uh, so i mean they're pretty good with projecting what the kind of average score is going to be so and this is right in the wheelhouse of where i think an nfl game normally has finished so if i was gonna take one i would take the under probably more likely than the over but i'm gonna stay away from it overall yeah, I'm going to stay from that. I'm going to take the spread for Cardinals, but the over-under, I'm just going to stay away from. No, that's what, the same line I'm going with. Now, this game, and we just kind of talked about it in our Lions podcast, but uh, Lions versus Cowboys. We said Cowboys are favored by seven. You know, as we were talking, at least my hope is, is that, you know, Lions keep this game fairly close, if not pull off a win. And so, I mean, in theory, I would say take the seven points of the Lions where I'd look seven points in the NFL is kind of about, you know, it's normally a one score game. So that's eight points or less, they say. So, you know, this is kind of right in that wheelhouse, but at the same time, I guess I would take 
points on Cowboys, just hoping that, you know, I jinx the Cowboys and Lions win. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about in the Lions podcast, but Dak's back. They're they're kind of getting fully healthy. Lions just came off a bye week, and it's just like who knows what they are, but they tend to keep games close other than the Patriots game. So, you know, I actually lean the plus seven for Detroit, but kind of like you said, I hate betting against, I bet on Detroit. So I'll probably just stay away from it just because of that. But if I had to choose, I would choose the plus seven for Detroit. Yeah, if, I, if I had to choose, I'd probably go that route. Oh, but again, I'm just going to stay away in general. Just let whatever happens, happens. You know, like I said, it, it, it'd be more fun to hopefully jinx the Cowboys and take the minus seven. But at the same time, if I did that and then Lions don't win but keep it close, I'm going to be pissed both ways. So I'm just going to stay away all around. Yeah. Even with Same the over under, under, yeah, that's too just man. We know Lions can score, but uh, and they give up a lot of points. But when you start getting close to that fifty mark, it gets scary. scary. Uh, New York Giants versus the Jags. Jags are favored three. Are the Jags starting to come alive? I mean, while both of these mean, teams they, are looking better than what they have in the past, I would think this one's definitely scary. I mean. The Jags had a rough game two weeks ago against the Texans. They lost against the Texans, and then mm-hmm. they come back this week and beat – or no, did they lose to the Colts, or who did they play? Uh, yeah, they did lose to the Colts, I'm pretty sure. So they, I think they were coming off two pretty rough losses, and for some reason the Giants are the best team in the NFL, minus the Eagles. <laughs> I don't understand how they're figuring out to win these games, and they just beat the Ravens, and the Ravens are a very good team. Yeah, I mean Saquon's Saquon's all the way back. He looks like he probably is the best running back in the league right now, uh-huh. especially for what he can do to his team. Daniel Jones is actually playing okay. He's kind of on his last last life here with with the New York Giants, and he's playing okay. And that defense is is really rolling. So I mean, I'm really surprised about this line. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's injuries or what, but I mean. For Giants to be three-point underdogs really surprises me. I mean, a little bit it does me, but at the same time, I mean, it's played at Jags, so, that, you know, it kind of gives me a little bit of favorite there. Or I guess, I'd, yeah, I guess I don't know for sure what injuries are going on at this moment to and know why this line might be favoriting the Jags. I think Jags have to do something, though, so... I'm leaning towards actually just taking the minus three. Maybe there's just something I don't 100% know and take the minus three and hope it works out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to take the money line for Giants. I just – I've bet against them all year, and they just find ways to win. I mean, they've been underdogs in a lot of their games. And yeah. For some yeah, reason, screw me, just... screw me last week because I took them over the Colts, and they didn't pan out. So see if they can yeah, do it two so weeks I... in a row or if they can redeem themselves. The over-under is kind of tough again. I would probably take the over if I had to choose, but I'll probably stay away. Yeah, I would stay away. I'm just – I haven't been super strong on under over-unders this year. And like yeah. you said, unders is apparently the play to kind of do, but it just scares me because all it takes never, is never know with the NFL. go off. Um, we still got Falcons versus Bengals. Bengals are currently favored by six points. I mean, personally, I'm surprised this isn't more. Or Bengals has, uh, you know, been playing pretty good lately, in my opinion. 
Falcons, I think they did have finally a better game game last week, but other than that, they haven't really impressed me this season. So, oh, I don't like minus six. That's, I mean, I guess that's better than minus seven because that's a full touchdown. But where are your thoughts on this game? Bengals just haven't impressed me at all this season. I mean, they're they're finding ways to win, but they just don't look they just don't look great. And the Falcons have been a surprise. I mean, they're I think they're two and two and four are they? Yeah. And, I mean, they've had a I mean, not a super tough schedule, but kind of tough. And they've they should have beat the Bucks what two weeks ago, but they had that stupid roughing the passer call, and they I think they pulled off a win last week. I can't remember against who. But I mean, they're they're really surprising people, and they're they're playing they're playing okay. So I actually like Atlanta plus six here. I'm not going crazy and taking money line, but I just think it's I think it's like a three point game, and I actually like the over on this one. Yeah, I definitely could see it being a close game, and but at the same time, yeah, I, I wouldn't take money line, and I'm I'm kind of with you there. I I think Bengals figure a way to get the win, but yeah, it could be a close game. Like I said, six is a little high for what I would like. I'd even be willing to take like a five or four point five, you know, line even. And I don't know why that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable than six, but maybe because it's two field goals or something, or something crazy happens with an extra point or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. And, um man. So I'm kind of leaning, I guess, if I had to take one, I'm still taking the minus six. I think Bengals win. And so I guess I'd go that way. Uh, Green Bay Packers versus Washington Commanders. Packers are four and a half favorites. I don't. <laughs> I mean, Commanders have sucked this year, in my opinion. And but very much so. So has the Packers. I I could see this being a close game, a three point game type of deal. And so I'm almost leaning to taking the points for the four and a half with Commanders. Or I'm staying away. I guess my two ways I'd go on that. Yeah, this one's tough because I mean, I just I just feel like Aaron Rodgers coming off back to back losses, back to back MVP seasons. I think you just think he's gonna have to figure it out. And it's the same thing with Tom Brady. He just you just think that team's gonna figure it out, isn't it? You would think it would be against a team like the Commanders who are really struggling. Yeah. So I just. This, this line does scare me, but I think I'd have to go with the minus four and a half. I wish it was minus three, but yeah, I I personally have to go Packers here. I personally think Rodgers is like hated by his team. I'm almost thinking oh. they're like you know take your crystal whatever meditating bullshit out of here, whatever whatever that crazy stuff he was doing all with the long hair and everything that he's done. And all this, all this, whatever he got going, and because I mean, you just watch the line, and it just don't look like you know, it almost looks like they're letting some people through. It seems like the lines have been struggling for the Packers. You know, receivers are dropping balls that are hitting them square in the hands. I mean, you can say it's just not good receiving core and stuff, but I mean, you're still an NFL wide receiver, or it's like they've been they've been struggling all around, and Aaron. Kind of like you said, I mean, Aaron's playing well, but it just seems like, I don't know, there's just something going around in that locker room or something that's yeah. causing this to happen. And that, and that's my opinion. There's got to be something going on in the locker room um, that is is just causing it for, or, you know, stuff to go wrong because, as 
I don't know. I see Aaron Rodgers, you know, if it doesn't change around, I could see him retiring after this year, just uh, going off into the wilderness. Yeah, he's the way he is. <laughs> so I really like the over here. I just. I mean, yeah, I guess that's, that's fairly on the low side. So, yeah, I would say I would say over too. Oh, I guess if I I'm going to go opposite as you as well. I mean, I know Packers is shouldn't, you know, Aaron's got to turn something around, but I'm going to take commanders at plus four and a half. I think Packers pull off the win and that's what they're going to do to, you know, get the game rolling. But I think it's close. I think it's within three. If the line was minus three, I'd probably take Packers, but at the four and a half, I'm taking commanders. Yeah, that's a weird line. I'm going to stick with the Packers, but I kind of agree with you. I'm going to take the over and the minus four and a half for Packers. Jumping into another team that I think has some quarterback issues and just some stuff going on is Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Panthers. And kind of both of the team, I guess, have, you know, quarterback issues. I don't, Baker hasn't been playing well. You know, the quarterback or the coach, interim coach or whatever he is, is that his coaching right now for Panthers said that Baker's going to have to earn his spot back when he comes back from injury. You know, he's not just going to be giving it back. Uh, you know, Bucks, you know, Brady's been pissed. His line isn't like blocking and stuff like that, but also, you know, as a lineman that's there five days a week and Brady's off two days for personal days and shit, it's like, don't tell me to do my fucking job when you're not even here. So, I mean, that's what I would be saying. I, think I'm, I know yeah, you're I just, team and everything, but when you're getting every week a day or two off, don't have to show up to practice and don't have to say, get ready to prep for the game like the rest of us, you're not in it to win. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady did a did a podcast, and basically they asked him what, because I mean, you see him every week. He's he's breaking those dang iPads. He's the Surface Bros. He's yelling at his offensive line. I mean, there's something every week, and he's just he's not looking good. And he has one of the best receiving core in football right now, and he's just not looking all that great. Obviously, their defense is struggling, but I mean, he basically said in the podcast that he he feels like he has to be the one to to motivate his offensive line. He feels like he's like, oh, it's not going to be a running back or it's not going to be a receiver. He looks at himself as the leader, which, yes, he's he's correct. But kind of like you said, if he's taking two days off, if he, he was kind of off during the offseason a little bit, he's not putting yeah, – I mean, how, in, how the, in the fans' a... view anyway, he's not putting in the work as everybody else. And that's kind of what alerts me. And I, I think that would just cause some, some kind of toxic and – yeah, problems in the locker room, and, and you know the coach last year for Bucks, um, Aaron's there. I think you know he was able to kind of put the BS, you know, get the BS, you know, out of there. He was able to kind of keep everyone smoothed over in the locker room, um, and stuff like that. Where now that he's not there and he's not shutting Brady down, and you know this other coach is like probably don't want to really challenge Brady too much, but you know it's. You know, because he's such a good, you know, he's just a name, name and everything. I mean, I don't know. To me, I wish he would have stayed retired after. Yeah, he should have. In my opinion. And I think they just have too many issues going on. And if Brady's not going to be there and be 100% committed, then they're not going to be, they're not making any type of Super Bowl run by any means. They might barely make playoffs. So looking at this game, though, it's an 11-point line over your Panthers. I mean... Like you said, I mean, we could talk. I'm not going to go too crazy into it just in case I do my podcast with them. But, I mean, they're in the same boat. We're on P.J. Walker, who is our third-string quarterback. He's he's okay, but he's an XFL quarterback. He's not an NFL starter. And 
you know, we do have a lot of injuries on the defense. Who a lot of them are coming back this week, and our defense is still playing fine. It's just that that all. I mean, Christian McCaffrey accounted for eighty, or it was like seventy-six percent of offense. Yeah, yeah, offensive yardage and touches, and you know, it's just it's just been a mess. And we got a new coach, a couple. We got a new defensive coordinator. Our offensive coordinator is horrible. I don't know why we still have him on our third quarterback. Uh, we just I mean, they kicked Robbie Anderson out of the game and traded him the next day. So, I mean, it's just it's just a mess right now. Both of these teams are – it's a division game, too. That's what's crazy. I mean, both of these teams are really struggling right now. A lot of things going on kind of in the locker room. And it's just – it's just crazy. But that being said, I really like the plus 11. That's a lot of freaking points right now, especially <laughs> yeah. for, a, for a struggling team. Yeah, I mean, both teams are struggling, but 11 points when most games are – or within one score, like I keep saying, you know, that one score mark. But, man, it would be just hard not to take the plus 11 on this. Yeah, I just – I mean, I, I'm i not going to, but yeah, I honestly want to take money line for Carolina. That's how bad the Bucks have looked in my opinion. Yeah, Panthers haven't been looked strong enough for that for me. I would definitely be taking the plus 11. <laughs> but, uh, man, I wish this was closer, honestly. If, if it was – I would even probably take a seven-point game with Bucks. Like, yeah, just because of I how take, much. I would take plus seven for Panthers. You would still take plus seven for Panthers. I would take minus seven for Bucks, probably, if that line was option. I mean, I'd, I'd really like to take the over here, but Carolina's the worst scoring offense in the league. They and the Bucks really struggle in the red zone. I'm yeah. pretty sure I have I have Tampa Bay's kicker on my fantasy team. I'm pretty sure he's my highest score every week. So, yeah. All right, so we'll jump down crazy week. into Cleveland Browns versus uh, <clears throat> Ravens. Is Deshaun coming back for Browns yet? Mm, no, not until week week uh, twelve, I think. Oh, and it, I, I think it was, it was like originally a... seven. I think when they moved it. Ah, uh, because I thought it was. I didn't think it was only. Like six games or something, and we're on what week seven now? Week seven. Yeah. So this game right now, Ravens are favorited six and a half points. I mean, Ravens are a good team. It's getting up there. It's close to that seven mark. I like that it's at six and a half. I'm taking the minus six and a half for Ravens. I mean, I don't see Cleveland you know, winning this by any means, but I mean, they could they could make it interesting, make it close, but. I see Ravens still figuring it out and getting the win by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens have a pretty dang good defense. They can stop the run, and that's about all the Browns can do with Chubb and Hunt. So I I agree with the Ravens coming off a tough loss, actually, against the Giants, and Lamar didn't play all that great. So I like the minus six and a half here for them. Yeah. So... We're kind of the same there. Over under, I'm not touching. I mean, they yeah. could they could get over this, but I just gotta stay away. Yep. Last one o'clock game on Sunday is Colts versus Titans. Haven't they already matched up once this year? Yeah, they did in Tennessee. I think won that. I want to say yeah, and I think it was a close one too because both of the teams were not as good as what you know we, we saw. So uh, again, I think. You're going to probably see a lot of runs. I don't know if Hines is back for Colts, if he's out of concussion protocol yet. 
Well, Jonathan Taylor might be back this week. Is he? That'd be helpful. I, think, I mean, I'm not positive, but on fantasy, he's predicted points, and he's still questionable. Normally, normally fantasy, when that happens, they end up playing. But Yeah. I mean, Hines is projected points as well, so that's why I don't know. Oh, and, you know, he just had his concussion. This would be two weeks ago. So, I mean, that would help Colts because right now they don't have a running game. They they don't have offense really at all. So, you know, I would take Tennessee Titans, I guess, not knowing for sure if they're going to have both Jonathan Taylor and them back. Like, if Jonathan Taylor and Hines are, if both or one of them are back, I'd probably take lean to taking the plus two to see, you know, hard to beat the team twice as much as they're bad. Yeah, I just the Colts have looked horrible. I mean, Matt Ryan's on pace to have the most fumbles in NFL history. And I mean, he did get a win though he, last he week. Just, he did, but it was against the Jags, who came off a pretty rough week before that. I would put so the Jags better than Titans. I don't know. Tennessee's kind of been figuring out lately. They're three and three, are they? I think so now. I can't remember their schedule off the top of my be, head, but it might be two and four. But man, I just I, I no, they're three and two actually. So so is the Colts, three two and one. So I don't know. It's just it's I think tough. I'm banking on it being hard to beat a team twice. Is something's gonna screw up up and like I said, if Jonathan Taylor's back, I think that's really gonna help Colts. This could be both sides are going to be run heavy because you got Derrick Henry on the one side and you got Jonathan Taylor on the other. So it's going to be run heavy. I would probably, I might even look at taking the under in this just because I think it's going to be run so heavy. Yeah, I'm probably just going to stay away at this game. I think I take plus two for Colts for sure. I think I'm going to stay away from the under right now, though. Um, Four o'clock games. We have Houston Texans versus Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders are favored by seven points. I really don't know how to feel about the Raiders. I know how I feel about Texans. And Texans to me just are one of the by far one of the worst teams in the NFL, obviously. Yeah. The Raiders just kind of unfortunate the way their schedule's been. Yeah. They always seem to have a fairly tough schedule. Uh, I you know, honestly, looking at it, it's, I don't know. They, the, they're just the been underperforming. They are two and four, I believe. Or, yeah, two and four. And who is their losses to? Well, they're one and four. So they lost to the Chiefs, which is pretty bad. They beat the Broncos, which they should. They lost the Titans. They lost the Cardinals. And they lost the Chargers. So Chargers are a pretty good team. Cardinals are struggling. Tennessee's struggling. But it's the Texans up there so. playing. But it is seven points, I guess, is where you're looking. That's what I'm saying. It's it's that's a lot of points. And Texans came off winning against the Jags. I think they came off a bye week. So, you know, if you're talking like they're just like the Lions, who who kind of knows? I'm gonna stay away. If I had to choose, I would probably take Raiders minus seven, just because I don't think Texans are good still, but. I don't know. You you got me wanting to take the Texans. I mean, Texans like it. We said they're they're not good, but they have to win over the Jags. They have three losses, and then didn't they tie the Colts or someone early? Yeah, yeah, week one. Week one. 
And because that was the first game where it was like Colts were like, okay, they're going to get, we thought like Colts are not good apparently. Or, and so I don't know. And it's that, that higher mark of seven points. It's a full touchdown. Man, I guess I'm staying away. I can't can't quite talk myself into taking the seven. And I was, I was thinking of it, but I just can't quite talk myself into the seven points there. I'm going to stay away like you. And I really like the over, but just the way way the stats and NFL's been going, I'm just gonna stay away from that as well. Yeah, I think as well. That's um, I, I would probably lean more under, but not hundred percent sure. Going on to Jets versus Broncos. I mean, I might as well take the pl- plus one point because you know money line is both minus one ten and then one point favorite, one plus points for Jets, so I'm leaning to taking the Jets with plus one on this one. This game, I mean, the Jets are good, right? I mean, they're just... I mean, they looked pretty decent with, uh, even with uh, Zach Wilson coming back, and last two weeks, they've looked really good, and they're, I mean, they're just, they're young, they're fast, they're athletic, they're great coaching, and I feel Broncos like they're, are they're, they're horrible. They're a, they're a playoff team, in my opinion. The Jets are, I, are as I much agree. as we haven't seen that in a long time. I, but I'm I'm honestly surprised of this line a little bit. So I think it'll probably end up being a pick 'em, just because I mean, I mean Russell Wilson's still questionable. He's questionable every week. He shouldn't be playing. They say every time he gets into a game. Yeah. But, I mean, they just—he's been horrible. That whole team's—I mean, other than that defense, they, their defense has been playing really well. That's the only thing that keeps them in the games. And yeah, I, don't know, I just like—I I agree. The plus one all day, and I really like the over. Every time it's in the thirties, I take the over. I think this year it's hit—it's about fifty-fifty. So yeah, but I would definitely look at taking the over, even though Broncos normally can't score. I mean, the Jets can score thirty but... themselves. They have a few times this year. Yeah, they're close to it. So, yeah, I think we're both on the plus one, though, for sure. And then, I guess, yeah, take the over. We'll both take the over on this as well. Oh, so. Yeah. Looking at, then, Chiefs versus 49ers right now. Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. It's at 49ers. I feel like 49ers are one of those teams that always give Chiefs a struggle. Oh. They do, but they're – I'm never high on the 49ers, and they just they're just such a weird team to me. I mean, yeah. It's, I, just, I mean, they just lost to the Falcons pretty bad. Like, they looked horrible. They lost to the Broncos. It's a horrible loss. But, I don't know. <laughs> but they, smoked, they smoked the Rams. They smoked the, the Seahawks with what they're supposed to. They also lost to the Bears week one, which was kind of a fluke because of the weather. But, yeah, I don't know. The Niners are just not the Niners to me until later in the season when they figure everything out, typically. And Bose is still out, which kills their defense. See, I, f- I feel, yeah, that's that hurts their defense a lot, but I feel like Garoppolo is such a game manager that I guess I get, I guess I give with Boza out, you need that strong defense out of 49ers in order to you know allow for Garoppolo to game manage. So I guess I would lean to take the Chiefs in this, even though I don't want to. I mean, like, everything's telling me to take 49ers. Um. I'm hammering Chiefs. If it got to that three points, I'd probably stay away. But I, with the two and a half, I am just I am just hammering this. The Chiefs minus two and a half. Yeah. So, 
I think ah, screw it. I'm gonna go what my gut tells me. 49ers is what I'm taking two and a half. I think you're gonna have a rough week. You're kind of disagreeing on a lot of these. I am disagreeing. I'm really hoping there's a bunch of upsets that are coming. That's how that's how it's been though. I mean, honestly, like I said, my betting is not I mean, obviously all of our betting's been horrible. So hopefully yeah. Hopefully our listeners are not taking our advice. Maybe they've been fading us all this whole time and been making a bunch of money off of us by not doing what we we're saying. Uh last four o'clock game is Seahawks versus Chargers. Chargers are favored by six. Personal opinion, I like Chargers. I'm staying away from over under because it's up at fifty one, but I like Chargers. Six a lot, six is a lot of points against a, a good Seahawks offense, and Herbert struggled last week pretty bad. I mean, he put up like eight fantasy points. When was the last time he did that? He he had like a lot of he started like thirty six games or something, and thirty five of them he's throwing touchdown pass. He didn't throw a touchdown pass last yeah. night or not. I last feel night, like but. the last couple of weeks offenses have been struggling a little bit more. I don't know if it's just because we got more game film now on certain offenses that we're seeing what they're doing and getting them stopped or what, but because, you know, yeah. Lions a couple of weeks ago struggled. Well, there's a few teams that, you know, have struggled. It looks like the last couple of weeks. So it's like the things that offenses have been doing, I think are being picked up on now. So I think this is the time where you start changing up your offensive scheme a little bit to throw a defense off. Uh, so I think we see some different things. I still like chargers minus six. I think Herbert has a bounce back. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point because actually a few other podcasts I listened to had mentioned the same thing. It's like, what was it, like three, four years ago kind of when, you know, Patrick Mahomes and all these young guys came in and really changed the NFL with like the NFL, like the offense. Yeah. And it's like, are we slowly trending back towards like, you know, everybody always says defense wins championships. And, you know, there's like you said, there's only maybe like one or two teams who are consistently having a strong offense, which maybe be like the Chiefs. Honestly, the Seahawks are one of them. And the Bills, I mean, those are probably the three teams who offenses are really consistent so yeah. far this year. But, yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from this line. I honestly, if I had to choose one, I'm taking Seahawks plus six. Chargers, they just seem to be close every game. They normally pull off the win, but staying away from the over-under, I would take the plus six, but I'm staying away. All right. Uh, Sunday night's game is Steelers versus Dolphins. Last I heard, it sounds like Tua's coming back. I'll be shocked, though, if they really – I would keep him out one more week, in my personal opinion. And I have someone who's had two concussions back-to-back weeks that both have knocked me completely out and both end me in the hospital. Um, You know, just knowing it took me a good four weeks to kind of feel 100% right to be back. I mean, I was just at high school sports at that time. And, but it was about four weeks before I felt comfortable being 100% back to normal. No more headaches, stuff like that. So I'm kind of going to stay away because this is a seven-point favorites over the over the Steelers. So I'm just going to stay away from this line. It's just too much of a line right now, and I just don't know how two is going to do if he does come back. So that's where I'm at with this one. Yeah, I'm going to – I'm actually going to go a little gamble and take the plus seven for the Steelers. Like you said, if two is back, I think they have a better chance of winning nothing against Teddy. I mean, Teddy is fine. He's kind of like a – it's kind of like a Jimmy G. I mean, he does the right things. He can he can win ball games, but he just can't really blow teams out. And if Tua does come back, who knows what to expect? Do we expect the Tua we've seen week one and two, or do we expect the Tua we've seen in the last two seasons? Exactly. So, so, so I mean, Steelers just came off a huge win against the Bucks, but we talked about the Bucks and they're they're really struggling. Yeah. So I, it's it's tough. I'm going to take the plus seven for the Steelers, and I'm going to take 
I'm going to stay away from the over-under. Yeah, I would stay away from the over-under being at 45. But, yeah, if I had to pick, I would be taking Steelers with a plus seven just because I don't know what's going to happen. And, and like I said, my personal opinion is if Tua does come back, you know, he'll probably be able to play. He'll be fairly all right, but I don't think he's going to be 100% in my opinion. And, and like I said, this is from personal experience of having two concussions. Both were from dirt bike racing, but uh, both knocked me completely out and both ended me in the hospital. So, oh, and it was about a month before I felt like where I wasn't having a headache when I started exertion, you know, I was probably back to practice three weeks in, but it took me about four weeks before I was like comfortable to um, start playing like actual full on hard contact and football and stuff. So it was towards the end of the season and for racing. So I was playing football again. So moving on though, we will finish up with Monday night's game bears versus Patriots. Do Patriots have stuff to figure out with this being an eight point line? I mean, to me, no, I mean, I know bears have been struggling, but, Eight points is just a lot to me. I'm I'm going real crazy again on this one. I'm taking the Bears money line. I mean, yes, they've looked pretty horrible. Justin Fields finally had a decent game. Um, he had a couple of receivers really step up that hasn't been all season. Uh, I mean, Montgomery's back. They have that um, Herbert who's looking Hebert Hebert is it? I don't know who's looking actually pretty good. Their defense is looking okay. And the Patriots are kind of going through a little bit of stuff with their QB situation as well. I mean, Mac Jones, I think, is healthy, but they're keeping this this rookie in because he's kind of been a guy. And yeah, and I mean, I, I don't blame him for that. You know, he's he's come in with an injury. You know, he comes off the bench when, you know, he was called on, and he's been winning games. I mean, and how, how can you I mean, fault him and just take him out when he's been playing well, you know? If he starts struggling in a game, like we get into this game, and, you know, he's just struggling against the Bears, then look at throwing Mac Jones back in. And but at this point I would make sure that both are ready to go and that, you know, both are can play and just Mac Jones, hey, yeah, you know, he earned the spot when you got injured. Or and you know, he'll uh he'll stay there as long as he's winning games. If he doesn't win, then yeah, we can throw you back in. But overall, I, I gotta say with that whole situation of quarterback going on, as much as he's playing well, oh and you know, Mac Jones is probably gonna be on the back burner for now. I think I got to take the plus eight with Bears. I'm not as crazy as you going money line, but I'm liking the plus yeah, eight. Just, the Patriots started out so rough, and they're just their roster's not great. And I feel like their schedule's been pretty weak. And it's just like if if Zappy plays, I just feel like he's not he's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not one of these rookies who can just play consistent all year. He's going to have a bad game. It's just just going to happen. And it just feels like to me this is going to be one of them. And I'm going to take the plus eight for sure. I'm, you know, I'm just going to throw a little bit on the money line. And I do like the over on this one. I just scares me just because I mean, like I've said it eight times, but 85% of the games this year have hit the under. Yeah, but the overs I'm looking at are all like, you know, 40, 38, you know, trying to get under 40 type of, you know, or barely, you know, barely over the the 40 mark. So that's kind of where I would be at with everything. So I guess what's your bet this week since we've been so crappy? I don't think any of us have hit so far, so I think we're down like forty dollars this year. But um, let's see. Um, I think I'm taking the Jets plus one. And we'll do Cardinals 
minus two parlay. So those two games parlay, 264. So five bucks win me 18. So I'll be about half. I'll be negative only half my money if I can win this somehow. So you're gonna have to put mine in for me again. Okay. Let me know what you want. Uh, so I want Giants money line, Panthers plus eleven, Packers money line, and let's go Chiefs minus two and a half. So those four games plus one thousand one seventy five. Five bucks wins you like sixty four dollars. Okay, it has to hit. You better hit it so that way you can be up. Man, my, mine's not All very it takes big. Is one. Yep. So, all right, I think wraps up this week's sports talk. Thanks for watching. Peace.